0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, and welcome to a, uh, uh, a vision for Overeaters Anonymous. A vision for your Big Book study. My name is Larry Kay, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Chicago. Today is Friday, January 14th, 2022, and today we are reading from the Big Book, and we are currently on page 159, and we're reading the second paragraph. It begins. All this time, our friend of the hotel lobby, and we're gonna read the one paragraph. So today's readers, we have pens and P on the 12 steps. Uh, Davil and E is gonna read the 12 traditions, and the readers of the text are Chris M, Susan S.H, and Lindsay W. The share ID for uh, yesterday, Thursday, January 13th, the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting, that number is 18,400. That's one eight four zero zero, and for the ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting, eighteen thousand four hundred one. That's one eight four zero one. The OA pre-ramble. Um, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. We neither uh, solicit nor accept outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision For You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating, they can recover through abstinence and the 12 steps in the 12 traditions of overeaters anonymous. So I will now ask uh, Tenzin P. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Tenzin. Tenzin, uh, press
1: star
2: one. Okay, here I am. Good morning, everyone. Thank you very much. Tenzin P. checking in from New York City and um, Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. and 12 having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps we tried to carry this message to compulsive eaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs thank you very much wishing everyone a blessed
0: day thank you tenzin okay davil and e it's your turn for on the uh, 12 traditions good morning
3: good morning larry my name is Davlin E. and I am a compulsive eater living joyfully and gratefully in recovery in Manitoba, Canada, the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. I pass.
0: Thank you, Davalyn. So here's how uh, our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then we stop and share on what was read. Anyone uh, at all can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature that we're discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. And, of course, we are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know uh, by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone in order to have a quiet meeting everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted so today we uh, we're, we're back in the uh, in the big book we're on page 159 we're on the second paragraph that paragraph begins all this time our friend of the hotel lobby and we're going to read and comment on the one paragraph only so i'll now ask uh chris m to get us started good morning chris
4: Good morning, Larry. Thanks so much for your service and for everyone who's helping out today. Um, this is Chris M, uh, recovered compulsive overeater from Ontario, Canada. So all this time, our friend of the hotel lobby incident remained in that town. He was there three months. He now returned home, leaving behind his first acquaintance, the lawyer, and the devil may care trap. These men had found something brand new in life. Though they knew they must help other alcoholics if they would remain sober, that motive became secondary. It was transcended by the happiness they found in giving themselves for others. They shared their homes, their slender resources, and gladly devoted their spare hours to fellow sufferers. They were willing by day or night to place a new man in the hospital and visit him afterward. They grew in numbers. They experienced a few distressing failures, but in those cases, they made an effort to bring the man's family into a spiritual way of living, thus relieving much worry and suffering. There's a lot in this. Uh, So the friend of the hotel lobby uh, remained in the town for three months, so that was Bill W. And this was the beginning of the, uh, you know, the beginning of the growth of the program and the the spreading of it to what we know it as of today. Um, The thing that really stands out to me are the lines, these men had found something brand new in life. Uh, Though they must, they knew they must help other alcoholics that they would remain sober that motive became secondary. It was transcended by the happiness they found in giving themselves for others. That really struck a chord in me because um, I I totally, that was my experience. So initially I've been in program for about 18 months, abstinent for most of that time, about 16 months. Um, And it's, you know, at first it was just that, you know, work the steps, do what my sponsor says, just, you know, act as if, act as if, act as if. And then, you know, the motive to help others was obviously to remain abstinent, abstinent. But for me, it's now every time I I work with one of my sponsees or I, you know, make that, that
0: You know what? uh, I believe you got muted somehow, Chris. So um, if you could unmute by pressing star one.
4: Oh, can you hear me now?
0: Yeah, I can. Okay, thanks. We caught most
5: of it. it.
4: Okay. So basically, you know, my experience was very similar to that. And, you know, I really now um, the happiness by helping others Really is what um, enables me to do the things that I have have always been so uncomfortable, uh, picking up the phone to um, work with Swansees, making outreach calls and even sharing and reading on this meeting. All of those things uh, give me great happiness and um, are now what's motivating me to uh, keep working my program. Um, You know, and I also like how they highlight that they experienced a few distressing failures and then they made an effort to bring, I mean, you know, that's not really what we do today, uh, but the highlight about bringing the family into a spiritual way of living. But I just like that it's the highlighted on the spiritual way of living as well. So that is what I have to say today. So thank you all so much for your service and I will pass
0: well it was beautiful thanks chris for your service for getting us started okay so we're going to transition now to uh three minute shares and uh, we are uh, we'll just say that um, although we value your experience we ask that you limit your sharing to every third day in order to uh, allow others to share as well so if you'd like to share give me your first name and last initial and and we'll get we'll get started
6: jackie b
7: Courtney
8: Reba P. P.
0: Janice P.M. <laughs> Abby S. Okay. Let me tell you who I've heard so far, okay? And uh, if I missed you, you can jump in. I heard Jackie, I heard Carmella, Reba, Janice, Carmella. No, I said Carmella twice. That's because I like Carmela No, Jackie, Carmela Reba, Janice, and then Abby. Who did I miss? Okay. Courtney C. Courtney. Okay, so let's go with this for now, and then we can catch you on the on the on the other side here. Um, Jackie, Carmela, Riva, Janice, Abby, and Courtney. So let's start with, and you can, you can give your last initial. That'd be cool, so people can find you if you're on the list. So let's start with Jackie. If, if you're not Jackie, if you would mute your phone, that would be terrific. Jackie, good morning.
1: Good morning, Larry. Thank you, everyone, for your shares. This is Jackie B. from the Bronx. i very grateful um, to share on this particular um, paragraph. Um, my whole life now in my recovered state is to be of service, and that means that I need to share my story. My story is no longer shameful or... Um, uh, low self-esteem or anything like that. Um, what it is today is to tell another human being that what I'm experiencing, I got through through this program because I worked the step. That I share my experience, strength, and hope with others. Even today, the you know even being recovered and the food being in place does not exalve me from other life situations. You know, I still have a husband. I still have a, a daughter. I still have coworkers. I still have friends, family. I still have the universe that I have to deal with. And with that, I have experiences or uh, things I can share how I get through them through this program, how I reach out and not say, oh, I can do this. God doesn't have time for me or uh, nobody wants to hear my, my uh mites. Today, I don't do that. Today, I share it because then, I'll, then I don't have to wear it. Um, and that's amazing to me. That means that I accept Jackie on life's terms, not on Jackie's expectations or comparisons of other people. And that's what this program has given to me. Um, and, you know, even when I hear negativity, because I lived in the world of negativity, I now see negativity for what it is. It's just fear and anxiety. And there is a solution. And that's in the big, big book and working the steps. And not saying that I don't have time to talk to another compulsive overeater. I don't have time to um, reach out. No, those things are no longer important. What's important is, is that I have a voice through this program. And I share it with my experience, strength, and hope. And with that, I pass. And thank you, everyone, for your
0: service. Thanks, Jackie. Okay, we have Carmela next, followed by Reba. Carmela, good morning.
9: Good morning, Larry. This is Carmela G., a grateful compulsive overeater from New York, recovered for today through the miracle of God. Um, thank you so much for your service and to everyone that's on the line. When I read this reading, I thought about my early days uh, in recovery, just as these men are relatively early in their recoveries. And abstinence was my primary focus. My primary focus was keep the food down, work it, work it, work it, um, lose the weight. Today... As I journey, and they call this a journey for a good reason, uh, trudge the journey of happy destiny today. Yes, my abstinence is important, but the most important thing that I get every single day is my relationship with my higher power, and through that relationship, the love, the joy, the, the willingness to get out of self, that I was never, will, it was always about me, the self, 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 I need, I want, I want, do this, and the hostage holding, not today. Today, the freedom, and it's only through working this program every single day and working with others and reaching out and reaching to newcomers and reaching to people who may have relapsed and letting them know that they are loved, they are human, they are not divine. And that was what I used to think. I used to think I was divine. We are all human. And through our divine power that we receive, from our higher power we are able to love and give and follow direction and receive the joy it's to me it's more than happiness it fills me up it's such a joy and it doesn't mean that life is going to be real easy cuz life can be real tough at times but we get the strength through a power greater than ourselves, to get through it all joyfully, and with that I pass. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Carmela. Okay, Reba Follow. Let me have Reva followed by Janice. Hi, Reva. Good morning. Good
6: morning. This is Reva P. Grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Toronto. Um, so this is creating a vision of what my life looks like um, when I you know, complete the steps, especially when I'm working step 12 and giving to others. And if anybody sort of talked about this when I first came into program, I didn't want this vision for myself. I was just wanting to get the food in order, get what I thought was control of my food, leave and get on with my life. Um, This didn't really appeal to me. Um, And as I went through the steps and... uh, learned a little bit more and started defogging, um, I could understand what this really means. Um, and finding something brand new, um, I guess when I think about brand new, oh, I'm just going to set my timer. Um, when I think about brand new, you know what was brand new? Like all the paradoxes that by admitting powerlessness, I get the strength um, that by letting go of things, um, I'm more content and serene. Um, Everything was just 180 degrees different, and that was totally brand new. But what strikes me so much is the word transcend, and how this concept of the more they gave of themselves, the happier they were. Um, and this was like, like a discovery. They found something brand new. They found this happiness. It wasn't just about helping people. It wasn't the, the small actions in and of themselves. It's this transcendence to go beyond the limits. Um, and there's something miraculous, almost um, magical that happens when um, somebody is sharing with me or I am sharing with them, and we are sharing parts of myself, like was like somebody mentioned before, the things that I was so ashamed of, the things that I thought were so broken and wrong with me. When I share that, and I share my experience of how, by doing these simple steps, putting the substance down, um, I get transformed. Uh, it's it's a feeling beyond. Um, beyond my wildest imagination, beyond anything that can be explained. And this is talking about the joy of living. It's almost like the whole first 11 steps, the whole purpose to get out of self is to get me to carry this message to others who are still suffering um, and and it's something that I couldn't understand until I actually experienced it. But that whole concept, the more I give away, and I'm not giving away just material things. Here's, you know, I'll, I'll help you with your groceries or all this. or that. I'm giving a piece of myself. And whether that's in the rooms or out of the rooms, it transcends anything that I understood as part of life, um, that I I never experienced, Um, and that is the biggest miracle, that joy of living. This is a way of life. This is not just, you know, food plan, go to meetings, and with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Reva. Okay, we're going to go to a a former Tom Brady fan, um, and then Abby. (laughs) (laughs)
7: Hi, Janice. (laughs) Oh, oh, no. I let my, my friend. Yes, good morning, everyone. My name is Janice P.M., And I am such a grateful, um, recovered, compulsive overeater from Massachusetts. (laughs) Um, That's why, Tom Brady. Um, All right. Um, Goodness. What a message this, um, you can time me, please, if you can. Uh, This is such a message for us. I know, you know, how can I follow these wonderful shares? But um, this is teaching me that, you know, this is the growth the fellowship this is how it grew Um, they didn't even have the big book you know they didn't have um, you know meetings like we have today yes look how it grew even if it was a snail at a snail pace first it started with a recovered alcoholic so the first attraction that I've had is when I came in, because the first attraction really was uh, a vision for you. There was no vision for you when I first came in, um, but some of the vision for you members were in another meeting and that was the attraction. So this is the attraction here for the other ones, like for Bob and for the devil of a chap, you know, that's the attraction of, of these, uh, uh, Dr. Bob because they were recovered, the families were They went into the community and they spread the message. This is what we need to do today, because that's our purpose. I mean, it's the only purpose, to unite on the solution to carry this message. And you know, when we have had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, We have been given, I know I have been given the power an attraction message. I've been been given the power to help somebody else. And like it says on page 124, I've had the opportunity to show others who suffer from the illness that I suffer from, um, how we were given help, how I was given help, you know, And and it's the very thing that might help somebody else save their life. But the message brought about a new life for me. And I loved it. Now, we may sound like, oh, she's bragging or she's preaching or she's doing this. But, you know, we're not doing that. We're so excited. And a lot of us are very excited. And uh, some people may not like that. But I can't help that because I am excited. Because I I, I have a way out. I can help somebody else. That's the best joy. I always wanted to be happy, joyous, and free. Like it tells us that that's God's vision for us. I mean, that's the only, I mean, I may have not thought so when I first came in, but I always did external things to become happy. Believe you me, whether it was money, men, uh, gambling, or whatever it was, eating, And uh, today, I am happy. It's more than just not eating and looking pretty good. Um, It's the happiness I found by becoming selfless. And if you're here, and if you're here, I mean, it's a spiritual awakening, and you're giving it away, that's the only purpose, because I can't save it. You know, it's like a puddle, a puddle of dirty water. If it doesn't open up and flow through, it's gonna stay there, it's gonna smell, and there's nothing that's gonna happen. That's just how it's gonna be. It's gonna remain smelly and sick. But to let it, to open it up and let it flow, it may become clear. And, uh, you know, when they put people in the hospital to get them the help, like it says, they also visited them. It didn't mean that they just brought them there and left them there. They visited, you know, they checked up like I can check up on an old sponsee, uh, doing the same thing because it's a spiritual way of living. And then we straighten out physically and mentally. And with that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Janice. Okay, we have next up we have Abby followed by Courtney. Abby, it's your turn. Good morning.
8: Hi, good morning. This is Abby S. Recovered in Michigan. Can I be heard? You can. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, Yeah, this paragraph reminded me of like the early days of abstinence um, when I was, you know, barely hanging on, like fighting the food. And I actually stayed the night at a local OA fellow's house on her couch like in the, the first night of abstinence, because I couldn't be at home. And, you know, I hear that in like AA, of, you know, needing to open our houses for people and stuff. But it just reminded me that like, it happened in OA for me, too, that I, I actually stayed on the couch of a fellow's house fighting the food in the early days. And she was there for me. And it makes me think about all the milestones in my recovery of, you know, the, the milestones of how long, you know, being abstinent, um, or, you know, in recovery, I know, I count my abstinence, but, you know, I know it's more than that. It's definitely recovery that is most important. Um, but it, it reminds me like on the milestones, I like to reach out to old sponsors sponsors and just like let them know that I'm still here and I'm doing it and you know well I'm not doing it but God's doing it but just like thank you for for being in my path and there's so many people that have been there for me like you know over the over the course of years and it's amazing because I've met so many like solid people that just have have seen me through the last few years it'll be three and a half years I think three over three years of abstinence since my last relapse. And, you know, it's it's beautiful to be able to reach out to like people that have been been there for me in the early days. And, you know, I've moved I used to live in California, now I live in Michigan, so I'm like not even connected with
10: some of the people
8: anymore or, you know, I've gotten a new sponsor three years ago or more than three years ago when I went through the steps. Um, I went through quickly and I recovered from a vision for you sponsor in like two months, you know, and then I, and then I went on to help others. And since then I've worked the steps again, but with different sponsors. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's touching, like in my heart, I feel so grateful for those people early on. And I just think it's, it's important for me to each milestone to reach out to the people who I love and who have helped me and been there for me. And, um, And it's just such a beautiful program that has saved my life and i'm so grateful to be able to share that today and so with that i pass and i wish everyone a great day
0: well we wish you a great day abby thanks so much okay courtney it's your turn good morning
11: thanks good morning i'm courtney c um gratefully recovered today never cured (laughs) um in florida and um I wanted to just uh thank everybody who shared. This has been a great meeting. Um and uh I I just really I'm always blown away by the wisdom of of the early founders of uh AA and um you know, I it seems like what they discovered was that as alcoholics, right, they liked getting drunk, right? They they liked getting drunk, you know, and myself as a compulsive overeater, like I like I liked bingeing, right? I got high up bingeing. And so what they, what they found was that they could get drunk on things that were wholesome, like service to others, um, which was, you know, infinitely more satisfying than drinking ever was. And, uh, I have a friend in program who likes to talk about, like, I get to binge on service or I get to, you know, binge on spirituality. Um, And I, I really like that idea, you know, that, um, that this is what, this is what this fellowship has found is that, you know, we can, this is just my personality, you know, if something's good, I want a whole, whole lot of it, you know? And so today I have these, you know, wholesome, uh, spiritually edifying practices that I can do a whole, whole lot of, um, and, uh, and I can reap a whole, whole lot of benefits from, um, I, I was also thinking that, um, you know, and I've been in program long enough to have have experienced the miracles of of giving to others of sponsoring of seeing other people grow and recover and it's incredible and it feels so good and i still don't want to answer the phone sometimes with <laughs> call, you know, and I can still get into these songs where I'm like, I don't want to do anything for anybody, even though I know how much of a gift it is. Um, So, to me, that's just a reminder that uh, just the importance of doing those steps 10, 11, and 12. Like, with step 10, I get to, you know, call out those uh, selfish thoughts when they come up, Um, you know, and especially step 11, I've been, like, trying to really dig into lately, and I just wanted to share... You know, I, I my very first sponsor years ago had me read, you know, pages 83 through 86 every day for like th- two years, you know, and, and, you know, do that morning meditation on being of service to others. And to me, like, I still love that passage. I still read it frequently but it's gotten stale you know what i mean like it gets stale and so in order to keep it you know more fresh i i seek out other ways of you know like other words other perspectives other interpretations of like god help me be of service today and i recently found one in one of the oa daily readers that's a prayer routine and it breaks it down like it just she's just she or he, whoever this member was who shared, just like broke down their prayer life into like these six things that they pray for. And I wrote those out. And I've been following that every morning. And I just, you know, what I discovered yesterday was that, you know, that was like the fourth or fifth day that I've done that prayer routine and like really asked for guidance about like, how can I do better? How can I how can I follow, you know, how can I be of service? <clears throat> and I got two phone calls while I was watching TV last night, and I answered them both, even though I did not want to, you know. so And I think that's a result of that, um, you know, setting that intention early in the morning. With that, I'll pass. Thanks again.
0: Oh, thank you, Courtney. Okay, before we uh, uh, take some new names, let me, uh, if, you, if you got up late, that's okay. We still love you. We're on page 159, the second paragraph. It begins all this time. Our friend of the hotel lobby was just commenting on the one paragraph. If you're scared, Jeff. who knows? That might be God pushing you here to share. Who would like to share? Jack. Jennifer. Jennifer. Reggie. Hi,
12: Reggie. <laughs> Good morning.
10: Till M. <laughs>
0: Phil M. Okay. That was my bad accent. <laughs> Who else? Okay, well we can we can start with that, that group. I got I have Jack, I have Jennifer, Reggie, and Phil M. Okay. Let's get it started.
5: Jack, good morning. Hey, good morning, Larry. Thank you for your service, buddy. I uh you know when I said my name, um my anxiety kicked in, so that's I'm one of the one of the ones that has the fear, the lifelong fear, and r- very early into um, abstinence with food. Today is day 24. Praise the Lord and uh, 31 years of trying. Um, and who would have thought my issue was? Um, foods that my sponsors and even food served to me in treatment was my problem. And I'm going to go ahead and share that. I hope it doesn't trigger anybody if I mention food. But my sponsor said when I told him what I was eating, he goes, I know, I think I know what your problem is. And the next day he took me off of plain yogurt, oatmeal, and fruit and he just he said entire abstinence if we're not putting um for me if i'm not putting sugar in my system i'm not going to crave it and what a concept i mean i just i never knew you know and it's just been this roller coaster ride get the ball bad out tail between my legs with shame from breaking so many times but anyway what i'm getting at i I was on a Zoom meeting last night. I'm in another 12-step workshop that's a year long. And uh, I was looking at myself, that vanity on a Zoom meeting, and uh, checking out my picture, you know. And there's this, it's not a scar, but it's a indention on my face where I've frowned all my life. It's like an upside-down horseshoe around my mouth. And, you know, it's like a... Uh, an indented dimple and it's just i was reading a minute ago i searched for uh we're not a glum lot i know i'm not on the topic but i am because the topic was talking about happiness and that's my hope you know i want to live the rest of my days happy joyous and free and i'm 64 and i uh i've had a spiritual awakening before and i know that glow and the feeling and I lost it I didn't keep it but I'm finding out it's like a dimmer switch for me the more I do the process of step 11 of yeah that daily um, it's like I get a little more light that dimmer switch turns a little bit more so my sponsor told me the other day, I'm doing my step five Sunday, and uh, he said, don't have any expectations. But, you know, I do expect God to do great things in my life, and I want to be happy. I want to be one of those persons that are attractive, you know, that people attract to. And uh, maybe I'm dreaming, maybe not, but I just, um, I just, I can tell reading other people's faces when they come around that they see that I'm um you know I I have that gloom and maybe that retracts them from me but just to keep that awakening to keep that goodness is I'm finding out is to help others so I'm kind of going blank there and just want to uh Keep plugging away one day at a time, and uh, I'll write down the newcomers' names again today and call them later. And you know, I texted a AA friend who needs a, it's a, friend a in job. Mind. And, okay, thank you, and a car. So I'm trying to help others, and yeah. So happy Friday, everybody. Thanks, Larry.
0: Oh, uh, it's great hearing your voice, Jack. I'm surprised they let the uh, uh, men in the room in the room for crying out loud. Um, Good to hear you, Jack. Okay, next we have uh, Jennifer followed by Reggie. Good morning, Jennifer.
13: Good morning, Larry. Thank you so much for your um, moderation this morning and all my fellows on the line. Um, Reading the end of this sentence, a spiritual way of living, thus relieving much worry and suffering, which reminds me of page 51 that the consciousness of the presence of God is today the most important fact of my life. Um, There's a level of pain and suffering that no human power can touch. And I lost my dad yesterday. Tragically, and suddenly, in a car accident. And I thought
10: I had at least 10 more years with that man on this earth.
13: And the pain is so deep that the only thing that is able to comfort me right now is truly the presence of God. And because this pain and sadness is so. Raw. the only thing I can ask is, God, please don't let anything blot out my consciousness of your presence, because that's the spiritual way of living that relieves the worry and the suffering associated with anything, and God is teaching me through this that his presence truly is enough and he knows what i need to hear when i need to hear it and i am so thankful for every one of you on this line that are praying for me everyone that has reached out to me and i love knowing that no matter what happens i'm not going through this alone and i want to tell the newcomer that this spiritual way of living that relieves much worry and suffering it is so so real And you're going to learn how to lean into it. And you're going to learn how to be loved by it. To be loved by God and all these wonderful people on the line. You are not alone anymore. So together we lean into this consciousness because it is the only thing that can relieve the worry and the suffering that we experience in this life. I want to thank you all for being on this line. And I just want to say that This God that we develop this relationship with is truly able to speak into the darkness and crowd out every other voice. And that's what he's doing for me today. So thank you all. I love you. And with that, I pass.
0: Jennifer, I want to say, uh, we're so sorry for your loss and, uh, we stand with you and and we love you. You're part of this deal. All right. Uh with that, let's move on to Reggie, followed by Phil. Reggie, good morning.
12: Hey, good morning, Larry. Thanks so much for your service this morning. <clears throat> and everybody on the line. My name is Reggie O, and I am so very gratefully and happily recovered today. And you know, this, the, these lines are a part of it. I, I've been in this program for a long time and, uh, I've, I've gone through the steps many times because I have <clears throat> relapsed many times. And, um, well, not, and, but there's always a reason to go through the steps again besides that because there's always a place to grow. And this has been the place that I have not knowingly, but have found that I really just deeply desired to grow in my heart. And you know the steps take us through a lot. we have to you know I had to put down the food and then I have to let you know character defects and and then you know the those just those spiritual steps 10, uh, ten eleven and twelve uh, 10, 11, or especially eleven you know it it reminds me of the morning prayer you know God please uh divorce me from self-pity and from dishonest and self seeking motives. And when I used to sponsor people, it was really hard for me. I didn't feel like I was ever ready because I always needed to get more. There was always someplace else to go. And a couple of my defects that I needed to work with were perfectionism. It still are, still working. Perfectionism and self-consciousness. So uh, I had to be perfect before I would sponsor someone. And then I felt responsible for their recovery, you know. Or it was just crazy. And... You know, I, I, that was my head, you know, so my, my greatest transformation is become continually becoming now from my head to my heart, you know, and so when I get to my, when I can get to my heart, you know, and, that's where it happens, and that's what I think this line is about. You know, it was transcended by the happiness they found in giving themselves to others. Because I can know in my head that I have to, you know, I have to sponsor and I have to do step 12 in order to stay recovered. But that won't that won't keep me there unless it really drops down into my heart and my heart can be transformed so that I know that my greatest joy is is in helping others. And I'll tell you that. Uh, I I was just when I read this yesterday, I don't usually read the paragraphs ahead, but I read this yesterday and listening to people this morning. And uh, I thought, wow, that's that's it, you know, and I thought 12, you know, the, the principle, the spiritual principle of step 12 is service. And I was thinking this morning what I used to think, but it was intellectually and now it's more in my heart. Service is really love in action. You know, it's me. Giving away what I have been given, you know, giving away what I've been so freely given in the gift of recovery and being recovered and walking this path and living a spiritual life <clears throat> touches me so deeply this morning that it brings, you know, it really brings, you know, tears to my eyes. And I'm just so grateful to be here and. To uh, And to experience that, you know, get away from the defects of perfectionism and self-consciousness and turn toward, you know, thinking of others and what can I give away. Uh, Because I also, I mean, and this is a head thing, but it's the truth. I can't keep what I don't give away. And what I give away continues to grow inside of me. And that's also the motives, you know, if I'm giving away because I care and because I love and uh, and because I'm so grateful, then that also continues to grow. But in and of itself, it's just an amazing way to uh, live. So with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you so much, Reggie. Okay, Philomena, we're going to head across the pond. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> Hi Laurie,
10: great to be here. Thank you so much for your service and uh, for your great spirit. Uh, my name is Phil, I'm a gratefully recovered compulsive overreader from Northern Ireland and the the phrases that stuck out for me in today's reading was, were um, they had found something brand new in life and the happiness they had in giving themselves for others and also You know the fact that they experienced a few distressing failures so i have found something brand new in my life it's a little brand new granddaughter um she's not two weeks old yet and her name we just found out is to be ashney ashney it means lightning and it's just fabulous she's just fabulous and for years you know my daughter has been married to a beautiful chap of indian extraction and I have wondered, it has been on my mind, how can I help my little grandchild cope with racism that she will encounter in her life? And yesterday I was given a beautiful book and it definitely will help me to help her. Um, and the gist of it really is here in this program. This program tells us to bless others and we have a way of dealing with you know resentments that are hard to shift. Uh, We take the person and we pray for them for 14 days. And um, we pray that they may be blessed with all the things that I want for myself and more. And what are the things that I want? Well, I want a closer walk with my God, my Divine Mother and Father. I want serenity, happiness, joy, uh, close friendships with my family and my friends in programme and out of programme. And certainly, yes, prosperity is nice and good health are nice. But a peaceful mind and a peaceful heart would be priorities for sure. And I can see my granddaughter, she will have challenges. And I will have on her behalf. But love, you know, massive, fast, and love is the answer. And will help in rising above anything that the future might bring. So, um. And they also experience distressing failures. Well, certainly, I've ex- and I will experience distressing failures with my with capacity to love. But I have my step 10, and uh, that's a daily action, and that really, really helps me. It's awesome. Um, and I am distressed, and sponsees don't manage to make it through the steps with me. But that is their journey. I'm not their savior, God is. And nothing I believe is wasted in God's time. I had five and a half years of relapsing. Did that distress my sponsors at the time? I'm sure it did. But that that was necessary to get me here and to get me desperate enough to do what was needed. And thank God I found vision and I found, you know, these meetings and the wonderful people that are here and the fantastic messages. And um, it really is part of, you know, um, part of something amazing. To be here and god is in it all and with jennifer and those who are celebrating birth and those who are grieving death or passing or whatever and just sending out my love to. with that i'll pass
0: thank you phil big big congratulations with the lightning storm in your life here right with ashley okay we have time for perhaps two more shares we'll see if we can put them in who would like those uh those slots here. Kate H. Uh, was it Kate? Yes. Okay, we've got Kate. Anybody else?
2: Kate, why don't you go ahead
0: and we'll see where we're at here. Good morning, Kate.
14: Good morning. Thank you, Larry. Um, Kate, Compulsive reader from New York. Um, I guess I just wanted to jump in and claim my seat here. I too get a little bit nervous sharing. I know service is really the key to my recovery um, and and sharing is is part of service. So um, I just kind of wanted to echo what everybody else has said here. And just thinking in the beginning, you know, first coming into the rooms of OA, my goal was to... Um, to, you know, to lose weight, and now it's so much more than that. it's to be able to be abstinent, be in recovery, free from the compulsion and the obsession surrounding food, so that I can be of maximum service to other people, and if I'm in the food, I can't be of maximum service to other people. So that's all I wanted to say. Thanks. I will pass.
0: Thanks, Kate. So glad you jumped in who Who else wants to a quick two minute share? To close us out,
15: Susan S.H.? That's it. Susan, go ahead. This is Susan S.H. I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Ohio and very grateful. Um, their motives became secondary that, that keeping sober, keeping abstinence. Um, I think about it, but the fact is, I know how much I am helped. I learned how much I am helped by reaching out to help. And uh, those moments when I see the phones ringing and think, I don't know if I want to pick that up. (laughs) But I do, I'm stepping out in faith and the faith has grown and grown and grown. I came in as an agnostic and I learned that if I turn to a higher power, whatever that higher power is, it it just it transforms me. It helps me. And uh yeah, things that I couldn't fix myself, which is pretty much everything, he um he makes a path for me. And uh All I need to do is just share what I have been given. And I have been given so much by the friends and the people I've heard and the shares today that, uh, yeah, I, I am full of gratitude. And I am looking for the will of my higher power today and the willingness and the ability to step out in faith and be helpful where I can again. And with that, I pass.
0: Uh, What a great way to end. Thank you, Susan. I love you guys. Um, Okay, so the, uh, I just want to thank everyone who has participated today. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study that's going to immediately follow uh, the closing. Let me give you the share ID for today's meeting for the uh, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting for today, Friday the fourteenth. Uh, that number is eighteen thousand four hundred and six. That is one eight four zero six. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page one sixty four. It's going to be followed by the Serenity Prayer. And guess what, Susan, you're back up <laughs> to do the uh, vision for you.
15: Yes.
0: So would you read that? Thank, Thank you, you, Susan.
15: Thank you. It's me again, Susan SH in Ohio. Our book is meant to be suggestive only.